Good day. Today, as yesterday, will be a truncated version of this morning review, which normally we begin at 9 o'clock Eastern time every day, but today we're starting at 8. I have uh, some matters legal to attend to. I will not be able to handle it accordingly. So I want to bring this to your attention now. And I want to leave you with something, and I want to see if this will help you perhaps figure this thing out. What you are being told is not even an approximation of how this thing works. And I mean everything. There are people who still don't understand that if you're going to be a sentient, uh, aware, connected member of society, what is critical to you is to figure out where are you getting your information? Where are you getting this from? This is the most important. Where are you getting this from? Ask this. Now, do you trust it? Are you finding this particular uh, information uh, appealing because you, you like the people? Is it part of a of an image you're maintaining? That of a conservative, that of a liberal or a progressive, or maybe somebody who tends to wax conspiratorial or is more what? And I know immediately I can talk to people and find out who they were. The other day I ran into somebody who was the classic conspiracist, knew every every bit from the jargon uh, lexicon tool toolbox. Everyone. I, every word, every phrase, you could count the statist uh, phrases. You can, um, it was incredible. So this was the person who was the prototypical, I can put him on a, kind of like a cable news, not a cable news, a cable access, very podcast, young, podcast-oriented alternative, citizen-civilian alternative that sort of thing. That's where he got his news. And I knew it exa- I knew exactly how to speak to him. I knew exactly what he was going to say. Because what it was, was the words and the phrases that everyone uses in that frame of reference. Second one, this is the person in the news uh, world who doesn't know anything, but who is a headline skimmer and maybe, depend, and I can tell right away which headlines are skimming. Doesn't know anything about really what Julian Assange is about, January 6th, uh, the notion of how Congress works, nothing about, nothing regarding Russia, Ukraine, nothing. Knows nothing, but knows the headlines. It's like somebody, somebody undercover who is trying to be. Remember in World War Two, they had these um, these folks who you would always see this scene. Somebody would. There would be somebody that they suspected of being a German soldier, and he would say, "Hello, uh, Yank." He says, "So, partner, uh, who won the pennant in forty two? Forty uh, who who played third bases for the uh, who played who played f- uh, for uh, third base for the Dodgers? Who you know that kind of thing? 
and only an American would know. Remember him in the in um in Glorious Bastards when he ordered three beers like that? Remember the verse remember that story? there's these little there's these so I can ask questions and I can tell who is the imposter. Because there are people who don't really know the news, but they know how to fake it. They think they do. And everything that I'm saying right now to you means that they don't understand the nuances of it, the depth. They they just don't understand it. Both of them know a little bit, a little bit. And in order for you to sit back, when I talk to them, I have nothing to say to them. Because I have two focuses, two foci, so to speak. One is looking at the issue. But number two is looking at how the reality of the issue is portrayed. It's like relativity. It's what Einstein talked about, relativity. There's a person on the train, and the train versus a person on the platform, and how the person on the platform looks to the person in the train. It's relative. How, how does this thing work? Regarding that, the the uh, issue, the horrible issue of Nashville, forget it. Are you watching news? Forget it. You're missing the point. You're missing it. You're cl- you're just missing this. I promise you. I promise you, left or right. The next point, Carol Quigley said this, tragedy and hope, this notion. He didn't really say this part the way I'm saying it, but many have suspected of have there being a uniparty, kind of one, two sides of the same coin, the left-right paradigm and that sort of thing. This is the way the news story starts off. You ready for this? One, here's the story. Let's take, and you can take CNN and Fox, Let's just take this, or MSNBC and Fox, just because that still, whether you like it or not, whether you watch the news or not, whether you care for cable or not, whether you've unplugged the cable, it doesn't matter. That still represents the most critical, the biggest uh, source of information that most Americans get their news from who are even interested in news. There's no newspapers. Okay? Younger people will have it in their, quote, social media stream to get news on Facebook or whatever it is. Because remember, let me go back to what I said originally. The information that you get is your intellectual nourishment. This tells me your frame of reference. This tells me where you get this from. And what they will do, this is critical to understand this, what they will do is its story starts off the tragedy and CNN or MSNBC will say from their point of view and Fox will do and both of them will break down as follows tell the story and then say well here's how the other side was covering it this is a tragedy do we have to have the political implications of this yes you're telling me the political yes you're telling me the political implications of this can we just hear what happened? Can we just hear? We'll get later on to who did what, who said what, what was the point, who's behind it, 
manifestos, instruments of terror, you whatever you want to call it. Can we get first of all to this story? Okay, fine. Now, how critical is it to you to understand the vantage point, the vantage point of the person? How much do you learn from getting into the person? Let me exactly let me explain something to you. When I watch anything involving the JFK uh, story, the horrible story, once you get into Lee Harvey Oswald, you're off track. You're you're off. You're I don't want to say down the rabbit hole. I hate that expression. But you're down the rabbit hole. You're someplace else. You're you're and it's beautiful. Come on, come on. Let's look at who the person is who's doing it. Come on, let's let's look at at their politics. Let's look at the state. Let's look at what legislation was passed. Let's look at uh, politics. Let's let's see what Joe Biden said. Let's see what Mitch McConnell said. Let's see what the NRA, whatever. Once you do this, you're off. You're you you're gone. Gone. What if I talked to you? What if I said there was a there is a. Um, a virus that I want you to know about. It's either called monkeypox. It's called this and that. It's called whatever. There's a there's an H1N1 strain, and immediately I talk about CDC, CDC funding, deniers of. Say, Wait a minute. Would you tell me about this? Hi, welcome to. Uh, Jake's Steakhouse, I'm your host, or your waiter. Tonight, our specialty, we have a tomahawk steak on the menu. And by the way, you're not going to find any bugs or insects here. Like that Klaus Schwab from World Economic Forum. Wait a minute, you would say, wait, 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 wait. We're not here to hear that. And plus, if we were, we wouldn't be wanting to hear it from you. Why are you going in that tack? Why? Well, I... I don't know. I just thought maybe I. That's what these shows do. And the best part about it is that this is this is what's even most important. These these shows, this media. Why, let me go back to why I'm saying this. Where you get your media, where you get your news, I should say. Excuse me, is critical to your understanding of the world. If 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 you're if you're not eating the right stuff, if you're snacking, in order to satiate. Your hunger, if it's nothing but junk food, you're dead. You're, you're, you're going to kill yourself. So it's important, where, where is your nourishment? Where are you getting this from? There's an even inter- more interesting person, the person who doesn't get intellectually hungry, who doesn't care. Do you know people, as do I, who don't know anything? I know some in particular, they don't know anything. They don't care. They couldn't... It's not that they're, it's like me and cricket, you know, the sport. I, I don't know the first thing. It, it's not anything, you know, meant to be rude about the, the sport. I don't know anything about it. And unless something happens that's so above the, you know, pale that I hear about it, maybe, maybe I'll talk about it then. 
but I know nothing about it. Do you know how many people there are like that? Do you, do you realize this? Do you recognize this? The other night, there, were, there was a story regarding this horror, this terrible situation in Nashville. And you had two different attacks. In one particular attack, they were talking about a legislation that was passed by the uh, governor regarding uh, puberty transitions and adult entertainment. And the other one was talking about how this manifesto assailant was targeting religion. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. And then, I forgot to tell you, there's two parts of this. The story and then what the other side is saying. Why is that important? Number one, newsrooms are shuttered. They're they're. Budgets have been slashed. They don't have any. They don't really have um, quality uh, people like they used to. So consequently, they just don't have a lot of time to get into this. Plus, they have to constantly feed this beast of news, this runaway train. So consequently, what they will do is they will have, um, and this is important, they will have uh, folks who will say. I can cut my research time in half by merely talking about what the other side is saying. So this is terrific. So I come in to work. My goal is, I don't know, Russia, Ukraine, Nashville, whatever whatever the story is. And if I've got 10 minutes, let's say, allotted, which I never do, but let's assume I do, I can really do five minutes to story content and five minutes to Media comparison. And did you hear what those other people said? This is where we are right now. Did you hear what they said? And they both feed off each other. Why is that important? To create in your mind the idea that there's a duality of opinion, that there actually is dualism, that there is a a real left and right, that there is a real dichotomized you know, separation of opinion, that, that there really is something. But it's it's the same coin. It's two sides of the coin. Why is this a story? Walter Cronkite would have never thought about saying it today. The war effort, the Vietnam War, whatever. and on ABC, you're not going to believe what they said, but Frank Reynolds said that. You would have never thought, it would have never happened. It would have never occurred. But here in our country today, because we have so personalized the news and, and we are focused and, and prompted primarily by resentment and hate for the other side, which is really true. I'm sorry to say this. We, a lot of this is just enmity. That's where we are right now. So let me say this again. Where you get your information is beyond critical. And how it is framed... Now, here's the best part. Do you know... Not, this isn't misinformation. This isn't misinformation. This is, it's being able to critically analyze what this is. Imagine you're a doctor and you have a patient and you're a internal medicine, kind of a, used to call them GP years ago. And you're looking at something and you're not really sure. You think it might be problematic, you're not sure. You find a lump in the ax, axilla, you know, the uh, armpit. And you're thinking, ooh, I don't like this. Is this a lymph node? Is this, could, could it be cancerous? We don't know. 
So you take a biopsy and you send it off to the pathologist. And the pathologist comes back with, rather than telling you yay or nay, he gives you kind of a history of where this procedure was, why he's better than the other people across town, how many times these things can be wrong, how oftentimes it is the fault of individuals by virtue of their lifestyle, maybe genetics for them to become carcin- uh, carcin- um, uh, uh, cancer-prone. And you're thinking, wait a minute. Would you just answer my question? What happened? What is this thing? Oh, it's benign. Okay, fine. Thank you. It's all I want you to tell me. It's benign. When you have a news story, what do you want to know? What happened? What happened? Is that interesting? What happened? Who, what, when, where, why? Who was hurt? Who was killed? Who was arrested? Who was dispatched? Who? Who? Who were the who were the players? Where? It's also good. In the old days, remember when they would always have a map? I'm you're not gonna get this most probably, but because we hate maps, because we want this we want this Krugman world to be flat kind of a thing. In the old days, I think they just wanted to play with graphics. You, you, you would see a, a map of Tennessee, and maybe where Nashville was, there would it would just be Nashville with a star. It was it was a because we liked maps, we liked globes. We had uh, here. This is so critical because remember, you cannot understand anything involving Russia and Ukraine if you don't look at the globe. And this is my. Dollar Tree Globe. You will not be able to tell. It doesn't mean anything to you. If you don't know the position, when you talk about Gorbachev and moving one one foot east of Germany, you're wondering, east of Germany? What does that mean? So, But we don't even have that anymore. So who? What? When? When this happened? Today? Whatever. Now, why? Who, what, when, where? And why? Now, why is an interesting thing. Then we can get into, well, what did the person say? What did the person say? It's always interesting to note. Well, there was a terrible tragedy. It turns out this was an estranged husband who was upset with visitation. So he went uh, into this, let's assume, hypothetically, he went into the store and uh, did something terrible, let's say, to his wife or his separated wife. Okay, so that's important to note. Yeah, that's, that's okay, it's interesting. You don't want there to be some, I don't know, band of loose... But if you started talking about, well, who was he? What do you mean, who was he? Well, what was he? What was his, what was his race? What was his race? Well, I, I guess that's important. And if people started to say, oh... I mean, what does that mean? Well... You know, there is a lot of violence. Wait a minute. Excuse me. Where are you going with this? Well, you know, he... And he and he did... Uh, we talked to some neighbors, and he did leave, not a manifesto, but he did say... This is a hypothetical, of course. He did mention something to the neighbor where he said he was upset. He might have been drinking. Ah, alcoholism. You know, the role of the spirits industry... You know, more crimes are connected with alcoholism. And if you're thinking, wait a minute, where are you going with this race, 
alcoholism, the culture? What are you doing? Well, you know, it's our divorce system. You know, if our family courts, you know, men get screwed out of, wait a minute. You see what would happen? You would, people would say, you know, you're right about that. You're right about that. And by the way, he was also upset because he was unemployed. Up, ah, unemployed, there you go. Biden or Trump or whoever, you're blaming somebody. If you went off into those directions, you would be immediately pulled off your job and say, you can't do this anymore. Because every time you do a news story, it's a sociological story about, yes, everybody has this. Yes, we understand this. You did a story last week. Again, this is the hypothetical. You did a story last week about a guy who ran a red light. And you talked about the reason why people run red lights is because they're tired and they're overworked and how the American culture doesn't have the, any faith in the economy anymore. I say, where did you go with this? What are you doing? What are you doing? Why do you, why do, you do this? Huh? You see what I'm saying? Do you see what I'm saying? If you did this in any other walk, if in anything, they would say, you're not, rep- you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Ladies and gentlemen, that is our news today. Everything has a sociological take to it. Now, is that important? Partly. But where I want to go with it, nobody's going to go. Nobody's going to go. Because the first thing I would be doing is let's talk about how we're covering this. Oh, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. We're going to talk about other people and the sociology. Excuse me. Excuse me. I want to talk about how we're covering this. What are we doing? What are we saying? You're coming up with this stuff about who is the... Who was this person? Remember years ago... What was this guy's name? His name was... George... George Machevsky... Remember this, the Mad Bomber? Remember, stop me before I... The Mad Bomber. Well, Oh, yeah, George Mateski. I knew it was right. Better known as the Mad Bomber. He was an electrician and mechanic who terrorized New York City for 16 years. Remember him? He was smiling, and he... And I think he, he left notes and... Uh... uh Anger and resentment about a workplace injury. It had nothing to do with whatever it was. Now today, we'd be it, 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 we'd be off and running, off and running with the story. There, let me give you an example. Years ago, there was a terrible case. I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you when it happened. I remember this so so well. I was a prosecutor then. Ah, his name is his name was Billy Ferry. Billy Ferry, F E R R Y, famous Winn Dixie Fire, and this was July second, nineteen eighty three. I shan't forget that nineteen eighty three. And he walked into a Winn Dixie and he had gasoline in a container. And he doused the uh, people there and set them on fire. It was, it was horrible. Horrible. He was he carried a bucket full of gasoline, doused customers and employees, and flicked a cigarette lighter. 
He was uh, schizophrenic. He received five life sentences. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Now, at the time, at the time, the argument was, does he have, is he, in fact, lucid? Is he mentally competent? So what they did was they introduced letters, if I recall correctly, that he was having correspondence. It might have been because of some cream cheese or something he bought. Some, don't hold me to it, but for some reason that sticks in my mind. And they were trying to show that he was lucid and that he knew right from wrong because that's the, that's the sole goal of the McNaughton rule. Do you have an appreciation for right and wrong? Do you know right from wrong. Well, most people do because he ran, he fled, and they wanted to introduce, I believe, these this correspondence to show this person was very uh, lucid. Okay. Now, that was, theoretically, maybe one could say, a manifesto. Maybe. Maybe. Now, at the time, nobody would have ever thought about doing stories about Customer dissatisfaction in supermarkets, whether supermarkets are too big, the the uh, the lack of institutionalization of the mentally ill, the warehousing, the failure of drugs, nothing, nobody, nobody ever. It was like, what are you doing? Well, we want to list his manifesto. What does that have to do with anything? Well, to show you maybe what motivated him. What motivated him? What do you... Nobody would have, they, you would have been fired. No, talk about what happened. How many people were hurt? Uh, the number of injured, the status, how are they doing? How are the families? Tell us what happened. Don't editorialize as to why. We don't know why. There really is no reason why. Not today. Mm-mm. The people themselves, the the, the individuals who themselves are involved in something, these are the people who are just forgotten. Just forgotten. And I don't want to get into, or, and I, I, I hope, I hope that the immediate reflex, and I've known people, and you've known people, their immediate reaction is, well, that, did it really happen? And I said, oh, no, not again. Not this again. Please, just let us enjoy, not enjoy, what I mean enjoy, let us enjoy the, the uh, comfort, if you will, of knowing that our dedication and focus is on the facts. What happened? Another thing. Don't then... We wouldn't spend time saying, and did you hear what ABC did? ABC covered the Billy Ferry case, and they started up, their lead story was, you know, uh, some local Girl Scout troop. I mean, are these people insane or what? Nobody ever did this. Nobody would have ever thought about Walter Cronkite or Howard K. Smith or whoever to talk about the competition and say, did you hear what they did? Did, did you believe this? Did you, did you see this insanity? News and the media are off the chains. CNN is trying. They're so desperate. They're tr- I, I don't know what they're trying to do. I, I, 
I think there might be, there was some talk about Charles Barkley. I have no idea. In 1968, was it? This was something that nobody ever did. And this was, this was to me, so interesting. This was Gore Vidal and William F. Buckley at the convention. You remember this one? This was ABC did this. This was Best of Enemies, right? In 1968, debates. And it was seismic. It was, you're, you're having a debate? But that's commentary. You, you, you're, this is commentary. How, how, how are you... It went through the roof. The, the, the ratings were... Now, just because there's great ratings doesn't mean... I mean, I can show you bullfighting uh, accidents... That's kind of redundant, but in the middle of something, you would say, boy, the ratings were up. That's where we are today. Metrics. How were the numbers? How did we do? Went viral. Went viral. Well, it was a terrible movie. It doesn't matter. It went viral. Number one, we're going to do a a part two. Why? Because it went viral. That's where we are today. Do you understand what I'm saying? And from this, what you understand... And what you glean from this is how you as a citizen are expected to respond to the issues. So let me just tell you this much. Enjoy this. Enjoy whatever it is that that satisfies your curiosity. I am telling you, you are being so disserved, so disserved by cable news platforms in particular because they are interested in one thing and one thing only. And this has always been true to an extent, but never before like this. To get you to not only pay attention, but to remain crazed. And whatever it takes, whatever, whatever take, whatever perspective, whatever angle, whatever point of view is required to get you to watch, no matter how much it abandons critical thinking, and usual journalistic practices, it's fine with them. Okay? All right. I must run business calls. Have a great and a glorious day. Sorry for the change, but it's free. What are you going to do? Now, if you want to hear my real, super deep dive, plumbing the depths, go to lionelmedia.com. That's where I go. Full tilt boogie. And don't forget also my other YouTube channel at Lionel Legal. See you tomorrow, same bad time, same bad, well, the usual, 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Until then, remember these parting words. The monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue ya. Uh, ta-ta.